welcome to You Ask, We Laugh. I'm Parker. And I'm Morgan. Two siblings who casually interrupt each other when discussing your submitted questions. From what our favorite colors are. To who is the favorite child. Obviously me. Mm, no. And wherever our tangents lead us. Answers not guaranteed. Join us weekly every Wednesday for new questions, new answers, and, and new, new laughs. laughs. Howdy-do, peoples. Howdy-doodly. <laughs> like from The Simpsons. Oakley dokley <laughs> Was that a thing? Yeah. That's, Did that's he say Flan- that? Yeah, that's Flanders. <laughs> Stupid Flanders. Stupid Flanders. <laughs> you know what's funny is there's only bits and pieces of The Simpsons that I, like, actually think are funny, but I think the show as a whole is just stupid. I think it's the longest-running TV show Ever. Right. So. <clears throat> I don't know. Just saying. Oh, I know. There's obviously a point to it. They also predict like a bajillion things, so. It's kind of <clears throat> creepy how they do that. It honestly really is. Yeah. Like, the, what the freak? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like know, Donald Trump. They predicted Donald Trump becoming United They States predicted yeah. a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. It's... I, I just know that was one of the specific mm-hmm. predictions. I think they Pacific? even predicted um, Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, you said Pacific. You said specific. You said that was one of the Pacific things that they specific. It's an accent. No, it's not. It's hubris pronouncing words. It's an accent. No, it's not. I will die on this hill. No. I will die on this hill. And okay, you can... fine. Go die. How <laughs> <Wow>, that was. <laughs> What was that you said earlier? Family friendly I'm podcast. <laughs> That's going in the description of this episode. Morgan tells Parker to die on his hill. <laughs> well, when you're the one that <laughs> I don't want to do this with you anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Sorry, friends. No more podcast. <laughs> Morgan quits. <laughs> oh, hashtag rip to our headphone listeners. Are you starting to cry? Your eyes are a little glassy. Oh. <laughs> My word. I can't. I can't with you. Did you want to just jump into the question? Yes. Give me the question. I want to get out of this conversation. Please change this up. All right. All right. Well... Unless the question's worth it. Let's not answer it. Where would you like to be buried? (laughs) Barker! I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. No, that's that's not actually the question. That was pretty good. Is it then that I had an answer? (laughs) Did you really? (laughs) You literally said it. I laughed, but then something popped into my mind. Okay, bonus question. What what is it? Real quick. I I had a curiosity. I I gotta know now. Um, I would be buried, uh, where Uncle and Aunt are buried. Oh. In uh, that really Mar- nice like cemetery. It's Mar- like Mariposa or something. Yeah. It's or, off power. It's like off power and, um. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um. That's oh, a really nice cemetery. Like, just put me somewhere in the forest. Oh. I think would be dope. Like cremated and tossed? Yeah. Or, like, just toss your body somewhere. Um, please don't toss my body somewhere, because then people will probably find me and then think it's a murder scene. We'll take you up on a mountain. 
You could bury me in the backyard next to Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer is new. <laughs> no, like you could cremate me. In oh. the <laughs> I think that's super illegal. <laughs> could you imagine? No, no. Well, Let's it's get off like, of this topic. No, remember from Secondhand Lions? Just bury us next to the stupid lion in the <laughs> garden. <laughs> like, that's in their will. Just bury us next to the stupid lion. Yep. Which is the best response as to what to do with your remains after. It's a beautiful... I love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, now that I gave you an answer to that I, very cryptic question. I would want to be buried next to my wife. That's a cop-out answer. That's a true answer. All right. To the real question. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. What is something you love to talk about but don't get to talk about often? Apparently death. <laughs> I was going to say burial, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're kind of hand in hand. Um, How to become a mortician. (laughs) We could ask Emily. Oh, that's true. One of the Emilys from Chronic Pain and Paranoia used to work at a funeral home. Yeah, okay. So she probably have answers for you. Well, really, what is something you love to talk about but don't get to talk about often? Um... Probably my job. Really? Yeah. I honestly don't have a lot of people ask me about it. Oh, that's kind of sad. They'll ask me, like, what my title is. Yeah. That's about it. Oh. Like. Well, I mean, to be fair, people don't really ask me what I do exactly when I tell them I'm a pool technician. Well, no, because they know what you do. Yeah. Where when I say I'm a behavioral therapist, people don't know always know what that is. Oh. Because when I get to talk about my work, I can brag about my kids. Yeah. That, well, like, I work at least, with. At least you don't have people that... Well, I don't know. Maybe you do. I have customers that know apparently better than me how to take care of their pool. And I have like, I have in the past, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, well, why don't you just do it yourself then? Oh, that's right. You don't know how to do it. So that's why you hired me. So be yeah. quiet. Um, But no, I really, really, really do love talking about my work. Um, I get really excited to talk about it. And... Really excited to advocate for it and talk about mm-hmm. successes and yeah and different things like that. But it's honestly, I really like hearing that kind of stuff though, because like I'll ask Savannah because I I call Savannah when I'm heading home because she normally beats me home. Yeah. Which, by the way, with this with this new job, I've been I've beat her home, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Like the fact that that's a real option. Yeah, that's cool. Because it, it the last several months that wasn't an option at all. Yeah. Um, like if I beat if she only had to stay home for like thirty minutes until I came home, like that was like, oh dang, you're home early. Um, but no, um, I think it's really cool when you guys, um, both you and Savannah, talk about like, like the like a while ago. This is the one that just came to mind. But a while ago, she said that her that the that the kid that she. She's not assigned to him, but she usually works with him. Yeah. She's like, he tied his shoes. Mm-hmm. And she was so excited for him. I was like... Yeah. And you could just feel it. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you shared it. Well, it's even like today, I... Uh, well, I told you, Mom and Dad, I don't know how much you were actually listening. Um... Like, when you first got here? Yeah. I was telling Mom about how I cried at work, and Mom was like, oh, no. And I was like, no, but the good kind of cry. Um, For those of you who don't know, um, our church does this thing where you can give, like, talks. You can speak. During, you can speak, like, 
At the pulpit. At the pulpit. Yeah, they'll, they'll, um, they'll ask members of the congregation. They'll ask members of the congregation to, like, talk, talk on a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and this family that I work with, their daughter, is the same religion that we are. And um, one thing that was really cool is because of their daughter's diagnosis, sometimes she doesn't get to do a lot of the same things that mm-hmm. other people do. Um but somebody called her mom today and was like, hey, could she speak in church? Because sometimes they'll ask the youth to do talks and stuff yeah. too, like the teenagers. And they're like, we would love to hear her experience about this event that she went to a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was like specifically like... um, Basically, they did like something that that our church will do in like a week camp. And they did it in one day for, like, a special needs day so they can, so people that fit that category can have that same experience. Uh-huh. Um, and they had two kids from their ward, her and this other boy, go, um, because they go fit that umbrella. Yeah. And they, they both of them are speaking on the same day. Oh, very cool. Because they want to know their experience with it. Yeah. So I sat with her mom and helped her, like, type up this talk. It's, like, two minutes. Yeah. But, um, they also asked her, because Ryan knows how to play the piano, they asked her to give us a musical number. So she's gonna go speak and then play, Mm -hmm. and then, like, which is totally up her alley. She loves to perform, she loves being in front of people, like, that's the thing to do. And it was just really cool, because, well, one, I don't cry in front of people, I don't like to. Um, but me and her mom were kind of getting really choked up because usually with these type of, of things, um, her parents had to have to advocate for it. Mm-hmm. Like they have to be like, Hey, our daughter can do this thing if you want her to do. Cause a lot of time people will hear her diagnosis and be like, Oh they'll, shoot. Yeah, they'll assume the worst. And they don't know what to do with it. And. They were like, we didn't have to ask for it. They just wanted to know her opinions and her thoughts. And so they asked. Well, I feel like if the parents felt like their daughter couldn't do that, they would have said something. But it still would have meant a lot that they were still asked. And I think it was so cool that they didn't have to advocate for it. I feel like it's better to ask and and, and learn otherwise. It was was cool because me and her mom were kind of crying because we realized that she was going to get this experience that... Other kids, granted, not every kid has that experience, but most kids that go to our same church have that experience, and she's never had that experience mm-hmm. before. And so it was just a really cool, like, thing to do, and they asked, and it's this weekend, and they asked me to go, and I was like, heck yeah, I'll go. Like, we were super excited. She was practicing, like, the song that she's gonna do, and, like, her talk. She... <laughs> She'll get really excited about things, and so she'll talk really, really fast. And when I say really fast, it's almost like you cannot understand her. She's talking so fast. Yeah. So we have to be like, slow Slow down. But then she'll start laughing because she thinks it's funny. Oh. And then she'll just sit and, like, have a laughing fit. Um, But, no, it's super, super exciting. Um, Yeah. it's, It's kind of... It's kind of a big deal. I remember the... There was a time when, a couple months ago, um, 
with the, well, with the, with a different client I had at the time, actually, he was like around my same age and I haven't worked with him for a while, probably like two years. Mm-hmm. I miss that, that guy. He's so fun. Um, but we were in the drive through to get ice cream because he had earned ice cream and <clears throat> he was, he's verbal, but doesn't like to talk mm-hmm. because he would get nervous because he knows his speech isn't great. Yeah. So he would kind of just like refuse to talk yeah. kind of a thing. Um, what a lot of people don't understand with um, certain diagnoses, and I'm, I'm not going to say what their diagnoses yeah, are because obviously. HIPAA, but um, there's there's a spot where the diagnosis ends and the person is. Yeah. Right? Um, and this person, this guy that I was working with, he himself as a person is very sweet-natured and loving and wants to know things about other people. But with the diagnosis that he had, those, how it affected him is it made him very aggressive and like not talkative or anything. And there was one day we were sitting in this drive through and he looked over at me unprompted and he looked at me and he's like, what do you want to do today? Full sentence, full everything. And I was like, oh, like, and I like stuttered. Well, I think it's cool that not only was a full sentence. I stuttered and then started to cry, but was trying not to cry because he was waiting for an answer. But he also looked at me. Like he gave me direct eye contact. And that's really hard for kids and adults with diagnosis. That's really hard for me sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, um, so like he, it it showed that he really wanted to know what my answer was. Well, which means even more because the question was selfless. Yes. He asked what exactly. you want. So that that was just a cherry on top. And I was like, well, I'm like, I would love to go to the park and read because it's really nice day outside. And he was like, okay. And then we went yeah. and that was it. That was the whole conversation. That Didn't was and then we were done. Yeah. Didn't say anything else. Take the win. And I literally was like kind of crying and I was texting his mom because we, we went to the park. Yeah. We... We went to the park. Did you have a book with you? Um, I did. Oh, okay. I always have a book with me. Psh. That's true. What do you I... think's in my backpack? I have two books in my backpack. Um, but we went and I texted his mom and I'm like, you're never going to believe what just happened. And we both like freaked out about it. But like, I, and I love that about my job is there's things like, don't get me wrong. My job can be really hard, but it's so rewarding that there are so many things that we take for granted um, as neurotypical people that they don't. And it's very fun to celebrate those successes and realize that they're really big things. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that you and I can sit here and have a conversation and have pretty like even eye contact with each other is huge. Mm-hmm. That is a huge thing that not a lot of people can do. Yeah. Like it just, it, it would blow their mind. There was another time with the same adult where I, at that time I was doing services with him at a center and the center, it was pretty cool. Cause this, uh, there were other issues with that center. But, um, one thing that I love that they did was they threw a prom like 
Yeah. We'd have a prom. Well, this boy wore all black and all black only because color draws attention. Yeah. Right? Well, I wanted to dress up for the prom because I wanted to get into the festivities. Yeah. And we told him because we were tra- like, he runs really big on rewards. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, we'd use our if then sentences. We'd be like, if you do this, then you can earn this. Right? Yeah. Well, the reward was if you wear a different shirt and nice pants, like your church pants, for example, mm-hmm. then you can earn getting a soda from QT. Yeah. Okay. Reward. Big reward. Big soda man. Okay. So I would ride the bus with him because of sometimes the behaviors he would have. So I'd just be there to sit by him and make sure he's okay. Um, So I'd be on the bus. He would walk down his driveway when his mom would let him out of the door. I met him at the bottom of the stairs. He looked at me, literally looked me up and down and said, you look really pretty today. And then that was it. Then he was gone. Yeah. Right? And I just... Oh, I'm getting emotional talking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cry on this podcast. Um, But I literally sat there and our our bus driver was like... um, I think he wants to go out. Sorry, Bryce is in the room and he's wanting to go out the door. Um, anyway, and he... um. I was like, Morgan, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I just need a second to, like, cry. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I don't think you heard him, but I told him. And he was like, oh, yeah, you take a minute. Like, yeah. And I, again, texted his mom, and I was like, and she's like, oh, you got to see him today. That's awesome. Like, the real him. Yeah. Like, you got to see his personality come out. And, like, because yeah. we didn't get to see that very often. Like, we didn't get to see yeah. that side of him his personality very often, like true personality without his diagnosis getting meddling like it, yeah. meddling in it, which don't get me wrong. Like he had a wonderful personality Regardless. with his diagnosis. He just, w- those moments when he could it's see shiny, more yeah. of himself through, mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of extra special. Um, cause yeah. And so I just, it's those little things that like, we move on, but I know I get Savannah. I've had clients that I worked on years with them about how to tie their shoes and they finally got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, do you celebrate? Like, yeah, we go like whatever they want. We're doing within reason. Like, yeah, you know, they want to go to the dollar store and pick out a dollar. Uh, yes. Like, you know what I mean? I, uh, yeah, I just, it's the greatest thing to me. Like, watching them progress, my one who's giving a talk at church, I've been with her for eight and a half years, okay? Which is a really long time to be with somebody, but in this person's particular case, um, consistency does really well with her, and since I work really well with her, and her parents feel like I work really well with her, and she's made a lot of progress, I stay with her, um... But knowing where she was when I started and the, her abilities to do what she could do and then her abilities and what she can do now is absolutely spectacular. 
Mm-hmm. Like the amount of growth, the amount of like, yeah. the amount of work that she's put in, the amount of work that I've put in, that her yeah. parents have put in, like to help her reach those goals. But like looking at it, you know, as a big picture, it's like she moved mountains and it's insane. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool to take what they know. So like if you take like a calming technique, for example, one common like, technique is some people will count to 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you'll stop and you go, okay, one, two. Like, you'll slow down. Like, you don't just, like, you can do deep breathing with it, too. But if I know there's a kid and he knows how to count to 10, that's probably going to be my go-to calming technique because it's something he already knows how to do. Now we're going to stretch it. Mm-hmm. And he's now going to learn a new skill yeah. based off of something he already knew how to do, which is how all of us learn. Yeah. But when you find the thing that clicks for them, that's the best thing. It's seeing the click. Because when you see the click and you can see it, you see it. Mm-hmm. And it's like the most amazing thing you will ever witness. Yeah. And it's just so cool. And I could talk about it for hours because it's great. I love it so much. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, this is cool. It's cool okay. to listen to you talk. So. Anyway, what's a... Something that I want to talk about. That you normally don't get to talk about. Uh, I thought of a few things, honestly. Really? Yeah. Um, I'll just... I actually, one thing that kind of came to mind as I kind of, I kind of wish I could have more gospel discussions. Okay. I talk about the gospel more. Yeah. Um, even if it's just like for five minutes or what you learn in scripture study, like, okay. I wish not only would, would people share what they've learned with me, but... But I wish I was better and more um, forward and sharing what what I've learned with people that I know would 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 accept that you know. Um, today I it was kind of funny we I was talking to my D and D group, and we got on the discussion about how like a lot of like how Harry Potter and Star Wars are stupidly similar. Protagonist is an orphan boy. Raised by his aunt and uncle, he's visited by a be- he's visited by the person who dropped him off to his aunt and uncle, saying, "Hey, you have special powers." And although the uncles are opposed, they both go off and you know, like on and on, right? Yeah. And so we were kind of talking about that a little bit, and I popped in. And I said, "Well, that's probably because the majority of those similarities are actually based off a." are based off the most used um, story arc in both oral traditions and in literary history. Right. It's called The Hero's Journey. Mm-hmm. And so I got to talk about The Hero's Journey a little bit. Not that I had, not that I was an expert or anything like that. I just got it brought it up because I like talking about, like, literature. Yeah. I like talking about literature. And usually when I talk about literature, it's usually making... Um, like spiritual or moral lessons from them. Like I like taking those from literature yeah. and really expounding upon them. 
but I actually got to talk about like like literary analy- an- analysis. Nice. And it was kind of fun. And I talked about. I said it's just based off this, and you know it's it's a staple for a reason. And and I talked about how that, in my opinion, one thing that it might the reason why that was a popular a popular thing to utilize is because um sorry i lost my train of thought for a sec no you're good no worries oh the reason for that is that the hero's journey is about the protagonist changing right because we're beings of change you're growing improvement betterment all these different things and that's what the hero's journey really pushes because by the time that the protagonist goes through the hero's journey he comes back and he no longer it's not that he doesn't belong but he doesn't belong anymore. Right. He can't go back to the same life he had. It's the reason why Frodo had to leave Middle Earth. It's, you know, um, it's the reason why Luke went off and tried to start a Jedi Order so he couldn't go back to Tatooine. Right. You know, all these different things. It's the reason, well, uh, honestly, Harry Potter didn't go back to the Dursleys for stupidly obvious reasons from the get-go. Right. But it's the same thing. He couldn't go back to the Muggle world. So... <laughs> Well, yeah, because you've learned and you're stretched. Yeah. It's, you, you've, you've outgrown a phase of your life. Yeah, you see, you now see horizons that other people can't see. Right. And so, but they're always there. And, it, and yeah, you might be able to ignore them. Like, Frodo was in the Shire for, I think, like three to five years. Yeah. After his journeys. Mm-hmm. And he tried to ignore it. He tried to just, he wanted to settle back in the Shire, but he just couldn't. Yeah. And that's when he finally was like, okay. Right. So that was kind of fun to talk about. And then the other thing I kind of talked, I wish I could talk about more often. And I feel like even if it was brought up, I couldn't do it for very long just because nobody ever wants to talk about it. So I've actually forgotten a lot of stuff. I'd have to reread up on it. Flags. <laughs> I love flags. I think they're really cool. I think it says so much about a, a country, a culture, a nation. A region. It says so much about that. Yeah, that's fair. And I think it's really cool. But you don't blame me. Yeah. Like I could tell you my favorite flag, but nobody's ever asked me what my favorite flag is. I've asked you what your favorite flag is. What's my favorite flag? I don't remember. It was years ago, but I know I've asked. It's actually changed. Really? Yeah. Okay, so what's your favorite flag? So like in the real world, <laughs> Nova Scotia. Ooh. I think Nova Scotia looks pretty cool. I just like the design. I just think it's I think it's uh, pleasing to what I like in a flag. It's got a lot of cool aspects to it without being overwhelming. Okay. Um, yeah, I can see that. I think the most boring flags are half the United or half the state flags in the United States. Do you know how many state flags are blue with the state seal on it? I'm gonna guess at least ten. A lot. It's a lot. Am I close? I don't know the exact number. I just know that I'm I just gonna Google know. it. Uh, yeah, I guess you can ask Google that. You're not asking Google, you're asking Apple. I'm typing it into Google. Oh, is it still Google-based? Yeah. Okay. Well, like... It's on Safari. Yeah, but I went to Google.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah, Nova Scotia has a really cool flag. Honestly, I think Arizona has one of the best state flags. It's vibrant, but it's simple and straightforward. 
Oh, it's half. It's half, half isn't it's it? Half. It's twenty-five. <laughs> use a blue background and six states use just, just color. color. Yeah. Which that's fine. <laughs> but it's stupid how many just have a blue background. It's so dumb. But Arizona, well, half the flag is blue for Arizona. Like, it's just, yeah, some of them are just kind of boring. Like, Al- yeah. Alabama's there. It's just a red X and a I white field. I can't 25. Those see, are, see, it's... Those are... Those it's are, just so dumb. Oh, my word. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, Wyoming's slightly different, but it's still mainly blue. Wait, Wyoming? Where? Wyoming. Oh, yeah. It's, it's slightly different, but it's still pretty blue. See, another... I would say... So, actually, looking at these state flags, I would. I love Arizona. I think it's vibrant. I think it's very clear. It's. I stu- like New Mexico's. Like, New Mexico's is so, like... yeah. Simple, but it's a different color and it's bright. Honestly, Hawaii's is disappointing because it's uh, paying homage to our previous uh, um, masters across across the pond. Mm. It's got a Union Jack in it. Um, Maryland's is dope. I actually know Maryland. I didn't even realize that Hawaii's was that. Yeah, that's Hawaii. Huh. That's the actual state flag. New Jersey's is interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's still it's still the state seal, but at least it's Rhode not blue. Island is pretty dope. Ohio, Ohio is the only official flag with those proportions. It has official proportions. It's not rectangular. But Maryland's is a really cool flag. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's um, it's two uh, English houses that make Maryland. up that flag. Yeah, that it's one. um. It's like the Cavalier, something like that. It's it's based off the founding, the two founding families for Maryland, because Maryland was was a colony specifically created as a Catholic refuge yeah. because England was so heavy Protestant that it was a suffocating for them. Mississippi's is interesting. Mississippi's recently changed. Really? Because Mississippi used to utilize the Confederate battle flag huh. and their state flag. It was uh, in the corner. Mm. And finally they're like, um, yeah, people finally were like, no. Yeah, that's valid. So they changed it to that, which I like that one better, honestly. Fair. So Mississippi, Mississippi has the newest flag, newest official state flag right now. Okay. Interesting. Because they changed it recently. Uh, the other ones haven't changed. I wish they would. <laughs> so, Why? Well, because 25 of them are blue? And then I'll tell you my favorite fictional flag real quick. Okay. It's it's the flag on the on the uh the uh, RSS legacy from Treasure Planet. Mm. The white flag with the it's got a red X, but it's like really highly decorative. It's not the pirate flag. Because every time you look up Treasure Planet flag, it shows the space pirate flag. I'm like, <laughs> no, I want the legacy flag, the white one before they took it down. That one is dope. It's so cool looking. I that is my, honestly, that's my ideal birthday gift. I would love somebody to get me a full-size flag of that US R- RSS legacy. Which, fun fact, you know what RSS stands for in the Treasure Planet canon? No. So, because you know how, like, for the U.S. Naval, it's like the USS Missouri or the USS Arizona. Or, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Or the USS Texas, which apparently was dope as heck. 
they acted Texan. They sunk half the ship to be able to get the right trajectory for the cannons. Dang. Just so they could hit the Germans. <laughs> Germans are like, you can't reach us. Flip the port side. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should make a, a video, like a reel. Yeah. Of all the, you know, the people that make reels or TikToks that like have a green screen. So you're kind of just there and it's in the background. Yeah. You should just be pointing at the flags going blue, blue. Still blue, 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 blue. <laughs> like, so sorry, headphone listeners. But, like, just you being, like, super upset that there are so many blue. I feel like both me and Sheldon Cooper from would be really upset about how many flags were just blue. Yes. Because he had that. Remember, he tried doing that flag YouTube channel thing. Yeah. So, anyway. um, But, yeah, so RSS, though. So, like, it stands. And then, like, for the... Um, for the British is like the RMS or whatever, like they have yeah. initials for different. So the RSS is not anything known. It mm-hmm. was totally made up for the Treasure Planet frame for the movie. Mm-hmm. But guess what it stands for? What? Um. Oh, sorry, the RL RLS Legacy, not RSS. RLS Legacy because it's the initials of Robert Robert Louis Stevenson, mm-hmm. the original author of Treasure Island. Nice. Which is what Treasure Planet is yeah. stupidly based off of. So, yeah, interesting. So it's, it's just kind of, it was it was a, it was an in movie nod to the essentially yeah. the original creator. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But she's a good author. I've read Treasure Island, and I've yeah. read. Uh, um, I honestly love Silver and Treasure Planet more, but I mean, fair. It's still a good story. Yeah, he's a good author. Nice. Um, he's the one that made up. Uh, he's the one that wrote a. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, too. See, literary stuff. See, like, I want to talk about it. See, yeah. I like, circled back about right. it. Yeah. But those are just some subjects. Even if I'm not super knowledgeable or, or expert in, like, I just like talking about it. Like, yeah. I think it's cool. Um, Like, my... I have an X-Wing helmet that I'm designing based off the Arizona flag. Yes, you do. And it's pretty dope. Yeah. And did I tell you uh, that the, the Rebel insignias are going to be copper? But it's not going to be the Rebel, like the traditional Rebel signia. It's going to be the one from the Rebels TV series. Oh, where it's nice. a, like It's more like a bird-looking thing, like mm-hmm. a phoenix, because it's Phoenix Squadron. That's the name of the squadron from Rebels. And I'm like, Phoenix Squadron, Arizona, Phoenix. Right. Like, I was like, so I'm going to put that insignia on instead. Huh. So, it'll be cool. Nice. I, I just think it's kind of... Because I saw somebody do... Um, uh, a helmet based off the Philippine. Oh, flag. dope! So it was really cool. I was like, oh, I want to do that. So, anyway, those are just some. Sorry, I you had like one subject. You're and good. I, I just kind of there's just I guess there's just things I like to talk about that nobody ever wants to talk about. Yeah. So I'm but, sure I could think of more topics. I honestly appreciate Savannah mind. letting me hang all my flags in her bedroom. You do have a lot of flags in your bedroom. They're cool looking. I'm not saying they're not. I got... I'm just saying you have a lot of them. City of Portland flag, Kingdom of Scotland, U.S. flag, the Rohirrim flag, Gondor, and then the Rebel Alliance. Yep. I would love a Washington State flag. That would be cool. I'm surprised you don't have one. I feel like Savannah would approve one more flag if it was the... Well, yeah, because she was there too in Washington for a while. Anyway. Nice. So hopefully people didn't find my topics boring. I doubt that they did. Okay. Yours was more interesting. I mean, oh, okay. I still think yours is cool. Cool. 
I appreciate that. Well, this is a fun episode. Yeah, this was a fun episode. I liked this one. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Leave us five stars. Yeah, please rate us. Please send in questions. And goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a question you'd like us to tackle, email us at youaskmelaugh at gmail.com or message us on our Facebook or Instagram pages at youaskmelaugh. Please consider following us on social media and leaving us a review on your podcast of choice. It seriously helps us a ton. See you next Wednesday for another fun and glorious train wreck. Bye! Bye.